Hey, I'm Michelle Sharon. Thanks for spending time with me today. You know, two ears, one mouth. The human body really fascinates me. Um, I really believe that when you are looking to understand the artists, you should look at their art. And so in my path of trying to learn more about God, um, mind you, I've been, I'm a PK, right? So I've been in church my entire life and I've been hearing about God my entire life and really have delved into my personal relationship with God um, from a very young age because my dad um, is not only a minister, but he also is a humanitarian. You know, he does lots of things um, in different countries and really I've had a foundation of servitude and of doing things with within a relationship with Christ, right? And um, I remember, you know, we would get up and be so excited on Saturdays because those literally the smell of pancakes coming from the kitchen will wake us up, right? And we all knew that we all had to run to the table. Well, first we had to brush your teeth, wash your face. We had to put on clothes because we were not allowed to go to the table with pajamas on. But we had to get to the table because if you were the last one, you may not get some pancakes, right? And so, um, but I remember that I feel like, I feel like thinking back, that might have been the trick because we would all be so happy to get to the table to get those pancakes because, oh, my mom made the best pancakes. Um, and then as everybody is eating, my dad always ate first. And so um, by the time we got to the table, he was like halfway, almost like halfway through. And so I remember as soon as he finished eating his food, Next thing you know, we're still in the middle of it, right? Probably on pancake number two. Here he comes with his Bible. He sits at the head of the table. We see the Bible come out. And I feel like God was like, gotcha. I feel like my dad was like, gotcha. Yeah, you came for the pancakes, but I'm going to give you the spiritual bread too. So that's one of the uh, really good memories about my childhood growing up. And so he would always, you know, have a word or he always, even to this day, he always has something or some sort of revelation that he will share with us Um and so we always we were always taught to listen, right? To hear. Um, during that time, we were always quiet until you know he asked if we had questions or if we had input or feedback or things like that. And so um, I always learned God as Abba, right? I always learned God as Father. I always learned God as um, as someone who wanted to have relationship with me, who wanted what was best for me, who wanted me to embody. Um, his love and his truth in the earth. And so um, it really, uh, I always learned that Christ and God is my family, right? And so, yes, he's king of kings. Yes, he's, you know, all of the other, you know, outworldly things and things that people, you know, want to debate about. But for me, God has always been, you know, taught to me as, as my father, right? As, as my friend, as, um, someone who wants the best things for me. And so I know that God listens to me and I know that as we study, as I wanted to study more and more about him, something that was really important to me was, like I said, I'm, uh, I, I always believe that when you want to know about the artists, you, you look at their art, right? Because as an artist myself, one of the many things that I do, um, you learn a lot about me based on how I, on the things that I produce. You'll learn a lot if you really pay attention to the type of art that I produce, whether it be paintings or writings or um, graphic design or any kind of art or things that I produce. If you really pay attention to it, 
there's a lot that you can learn about me, right? And so I wanted to learn about God on my own, even though I was in church. Um, and so I always thought it was fascinating to learn about his art. And so what we can study, not only the worlds, but we can also study our human bodies because our human bodies are so magnificently made they when you really get into the inner workings and these are not things you can always see well you can if you get a cut right on your hand immediately there's different things that happen there's cells there's things there's you know that start to happen so that within a few hours you have a scab and i think that's incredible that not only did God prepared for us to just live, right? He also prepared for all the other things that could potentially happen, right? When you think about your white blood cells, when you think about, you know, you have all these things that will go and fight diseases and, and the heart is connected to, you know, and all the different pipes and all the inner workings and how God thought through every single part, right? It is crazy to me to, to for people to believe that they're a mistake because even if maybe, and this is not about two eyes and one mouth, but I'm going to say it. Even if you come from a family where somebody told you you were a mistake or you feel like you were a mistake, you were never a mistake for God, ever, never. Because he spent so much time making you. He spent so much time making this connect to this to connect to that to give you a brain to give you to make sure that the left was doing the logic and the right was doing the creative things to make sure and even if there are people that who's who's they feel like the things are not completely put together or they're not the way that other people's are well just because it's like i saw a, a quote about crayons right and they're like broken crayons color too and you're not broken right if you were just put together differently that's just the way that you were put together. But you're not broken. You're not a mistake, right? But God likes variety. Look at how many different trees there are. If God was just like a one note, we'd have one type of tree. Look at how many flowers there are. Look at how many plants there are. And they all serve a different purpose. So why not his people? Why not his creations, right? And so I really admire and I really am fascinated by the human body because it allows us to see not only the beauty of God's mind, but also the strategic part of God's mind and how he forethinks about things that we don't even think about, about how he has concerned himself with things that we don't even concern ourselves with. And it's all for our good, right? And so it's really important that we, when we think about having two ears and one mouth, and maybe I took this too far and that's why it took me so long to get on here, but it's really important that we listen double time, then we speak. Two ears, one mouth. God gave us two ears so we could listen more then we speak. Now, granted, if we think about, you know, medically, if we think about our, our human makeup, of course, we can say, well, we need to listen. We have two on each other so we can hear the right, we can hear the left, right? Yeah, but it's also important in life that we listen to not only ourselves, that we not only listen to God, we listen to others um, so that we can understand what's happening around us, right? When we look at animals and they have to hunt or even people as we're walking down the street, it's important that, you know, we're paying attention to our surroundings because unfortunately when negative things happen to people, sometimes they don't hear 
what's happening around them, right? We maybe not hear, oh, if I hear a car accident, if I'm driving down the street and I hear a car accident, well, that can only be happening if I was actively listening. If I had two earplugs in my ear and I'm actively doing something else, right? I can't pay attention to what's happening around me. Um, so I may not hear somebody slamming on their brake so I can check my mirrors to see, is this person behind me? Are they gonna hit me? Do I need to move out of the way? Is this person lost control of their car, right? If I'm too busy talking and I'm not listening, then this person that I'm talking to who I'm thinking about getting into a business deal with, they may tell on themselves, right? They may say something about how they treated the last business deal. They may say something about um, how they don't even value integrity. And if I'm so busy talking or, or sharing or not and not listening, I may not hear the red flags that that i'm supposed to hear because i'm so busy trying to hear my own voice that i can't hear everything else that's around me if i don't listen to the still small voice for me as the holy spirit for other people you can call it your intuition and i walk into a situation that i have no business being in and something happens i have to be honest with myself right was the situation wrong a hundred percent was the person wrong a hundred percent but did I listen? Mm, I don't know about that, right? Did I listen to the Holy Spirit? Did I listen to my intuition? Did I listen to other people that saw, you know, the red flags around me? Did I listen to what the person was actually saying to me? Or was I so enamored that I shut off my ears so that I could just speak or so that I could tell them what they wanted to hear? Or was I so busy listening to their voice that I couldn't hear the Holy Spirit trying to tell me the truth, right? And so it's really important that because God has given us, or however you believe we got here, I believe in God. Um, and I believe that God, we were created because it's just, we're, our bodies are just too magnificent to just have been, come from amoebas, right? That's just my personal belief. Um, but two ears and one mouth, it's really important. Five people that we're listening to. So the first one is that we're listening to God or spirit, Holy Spirit, whatever you call them. It's very important that I serve a living God. And so I believe my living God speaks to me all the time because I believe he wants relationship with me. I believe that um, he speaks to me all the time and not just for me, I, I hear God in, in an audible voice. Sometimes I hear him in dreams. Sometimes I, you know, can hear God just from saying, you know, Oh, case in point, I said, God, this is my 40th year. This is my 40th birthday this year. I want to do something that I haven't done before, right? And I just said it. I didn't make a big prayer, a big hoopla. I just said, God, I want to do something this year for my 40th birthday. Um, I want to do something I've never done before. Literally clicked on a link and something appeared, right? That's the, for me... Some people can say, oh, that's just, no, you were just on an ad. No, and I do believe that Google's listening to our conversations, right? But for me, it was the Holy Spirit saying, I heard you, right? He was saying, I, I hear the desires of your heart. Here's something that maybe you can participate in. And so it's important that we listen to God. Second, it's important that we listen um, to ourselves, right? It's important that we listen to our intuition. It's important that we listen to um now, when those things are pure, and I guess I need to talk about that too, but it's important that we listen to a pure streamline of our own voices because we know things about ourselves that other people don't always know, right? And so it's important that we don't negate what we hear about ourselves or for ourselves when those streams of communication to ourselves are pure. 
That's two. Number three, it's important that we listen to the people around us, right? Not everybody, because not everybody has our best interest at heart. But when you really identify, which I'll do another um, episode on, on identifying the right people that should be in your life. When you really find those people that you can trust, that are integral, that have a good character, and you know that they care about you or they love you, it's important that you listen, right? It's important that you hear what they have to say and that you keep their words when you know that they have good intentions for you, that sometimes when you don't know what to do, that you just move forward on the words that other people have given you. Not all the time and not if they go against what your own thoughts and what your thoughts of your Holy Spirit has told you. But it's important that you have people that you're surrounded by that you can listen to. Number four, your community, right? And so um, within your community, it's important. I, like I said, my dad is a humanitarian. He gives back. So I've grown up being somebody that wants to give back. Right. And so it's important that when you're trying to make a decision about how to give back or what to give back to, it's important that you listen to your community. It doesn't make sense to come and build something in your community that your computer, your community doesn't need or is not, or is lacking, right. Or is not lacking. So when you're walking through life, trying to figure out where you can add some type of input, it's important to listen to your community. What is your community saying? What do they need? What do you see an area that um, is missing that you could potentially add, right? How is it that you can develop and get better so that you can, maybe you notice that leadership is, um, you're, you're, maybe you notice that your leadership in your community is not doing things or doesn't really care about your community. Are you a good public speaker? Are you interested in learning about politics, policies, and law? Are you able to fill in that place so that your community is able to be fulfilled in the areas that it needs to be? And the last one that I have is your family slash spouses. And so your family sometimes has memories about things or knows things about you that you don't know. And they also, for me, I'm the baby of the family. So they also know stuff that I haven't gotten to yet, right? And so it's important for me and important for all of us to be able to have family members if you have family members that are able to speak into your life or give you some sort of direction or give you some some sort of um, helpful information or guidance, right? If you don't have that, and you then I always believe that your friends can definitely become your family, right? And I, I honor my friends because you get to choose your friends. And I, I think that's just really awesome. We don't get to choose our family except for when you get married, but you get to choose your friends, right? And so choose people that are going to speak into your life. Choose your spouse, right? You get to choose them. So choose your spouse as somebody that could speak into, can speak into your life, can speak into your next place, can speak into that you're willing to listen to. It's not enough that they can just speak, but somebody that you're willing to listen to when they bring correction to you. Somebody that you're willing to listen to with both ears when they tell you that you're going the wrong direction or they tell you that, hey, I think that you should try this, pick people, pick friends, pick spouses, pick relationships with people that are doing something that is going the same path as you or a path that you want to go that you're willing to line up and be submitted to their voice. Okay? So I um, I know it's more difficult for... Uh, us sometimes when we feel like we've listened to people and what they said didn't work or we've listened to people and we didn't get the results that we wanted. But even in those situations, there's a lesson to be learned. And so whether that lesson is to 
hear people and pick apart what they said, whether the lesson was to teach you, um, yes, I heard this person, but I knew this about myself. So what does that voice sound like? What does it sound like when I knew the right thing to do and I didn't do it? What did that voice sound like? Because I think that might be the voice of truth. Um, and so we have to also ask for healing and forgiveness for those places where we feel like I did listen and they led me the wrong way. That's happened to me. It's okay. Because they were only leading you based on the experience that they had, right? And so if you're choosing people to be in your world that have the right intentions towards you, because that's the first step, then if they said something and you followed something that did not yield the results that you wanted, then you have to go back and you have to learn and ask, what was the lesson in that? What was I supposed to get out of that, right? Not, oh, I'm never listening to you again. No. What did I miss? What did I hear? What did I ignore that I could have maybe added to it? Maybe you only had a piece of the instructions and I should have gotten the other piece somewhere else. Or maybe I did hear myself. Man, I knew that was me. I knew I should have listened to myself. But that doesn't mean now discount everybody else's voice because in this one or 10th situation that you were right and everybody else was wrong because it'll be that 11th situation where you need the voice of someone else or you need the voice of God or you need the voice of your children even to tell you which way to go that you'll miss it, you'll miss it because you've built up a wall in your heart that says you're the only one that knows the right thing. So two ears, one mouth. It's important that we listen and then we speak. So thank you so much for listening. <laughs> Subscribe, follow, do all the things. Um, leave a comment. I want to hear your opinion. Thank you so much. And we'll talk soon.